enjoy this flyover clip. Uh, my second son, who was born uh, 19 years ago, <laughs> we we actually went to nine different OBGYNs, and I went with a contract. Now, you have to understand that I wasn't a doctor at the time. I was still in graduate school to become a chiropractor. But I actually decided after my first son, who they used forceps with when he was born, he actually had all kinds of horrific problems. Colicky, never had a bowel movement on his own, never slept for more than 15 minutes for the first four and a half months of his life. Wow. Wow. He was perfect. He was put on four and a half antibiotic, uh, sorry, four different antibiotics in four and a half months that just wow. caused him to have grand mal seizures. The drugs did. This was my experience with my first kid. And they were trying to manage all of his horrific pain, colic, vomiting, all kinds of stuff that he had, digestive issues included. And that was really traumatic mm-hmm. for me as a new parent. So when we had our second kid, I actually went to nine different OBGYNs. This is just how I was going to handle it. I went with a contract that I wrote that said, will you agree to sign this? And it was just a one page little document. Nine, <laughs> listen, eight OBGYNs said, I'm not signing that. And what was funny was, is all it said was, when it comes to the birth process, you will not touch whatever this kid is, a boy or girl. We didn't even know then you cannot touch their head. You cannot touch their neck with anything until the first shoulder comes through the birth canal. Then you can put your hands under their armpit and pull them out. That was it. That was it. Eight OBGYN (laughs) said, no, they would not sign it. The ninth one signed it and said, sure, I'll do that. I don't mind. And this is exactly what she said. Look, forceps are old school. You don't need to use forceps anymore. We don't use those anymore. And I said, no, did you read the whole contract? It says you can't use forceps and it doesn't matter what emergency you think it is. You're not doing a C-section either. You have to sign that. So they had to sign it. Well, this one lady happened to be graduated from med school for one year. She was in practice for one year and she was like, sure, I'll sign it. Maybe she just needed clients. I don't know. Kind of a slow day. Yeah, she signed it and then she handled everything for the first nine months. And then it comes to the delivery day. And this is not a joke. This boy, Brayden is his name. He's 19 now. But when he was coming out, he was coming out face up, which babies are supposed to come face down. Okay. And and the nurses were having a hard time helping the baby get through the birth canal as she's laying in a bed, the mother trying to push this baby out. The OBGYN shows up who signed that contract eight months earlier, and she shows up. First thing she does is she grabs this roller tray and brings it towards the bed, and it has forceps sitting on it. And I grabbed grabbed her arm, and I said, what are you doing? And she goes, well, the baby's sunny side up. This is an emergency. We have to assist the baby to to help pull it out. And I said, oh, no, no. Did you forget the contract? I told you you're not doing that. And she goes... Mr. Artist. Now, remember, she's the medical professional and she's talking to a student. She goes, Mr. Artist, emergency situations demand emergency protocols. And I said, this isn't an emergency. And I went just (laughs) like this. I went just like, this isn't an emergency. Now, for the rest of the world watching this, you have to understand, they will act like it's an emergency. Do you know how, how many thousands of years human beings have been given birth this is not a medical procedure. This is a normal side of life. God designed you to give birth. They make it really traumatic and really like yep. it's some kind of emergency medical situation. 
It's giving birth, man. Deer are out in the woods. There's not a vet making sure the deer comes out. They all just give birth. This is a natural process. So I looked at this lady and I went, this is an emergency. I had already known that a baby can be in the birth canal for 24 hours before brain damage ever occurs, ever. So this was only in like the first hour. And I was like, this isn't an emergency. And I went just like this. You're fired. Now, there was was three nurses in the room, a a head nurse training two other nurses. And I said, you're fired. Get out. And she goes, she looked at me and then looked at the three nurses in embarrassment. And the three nurses were like, what? They had never heard this ever, ever. And I went, you can't speak to a doctor like that. Yeah, this is in a big hospital in Irving, Texas. I said, you're fired. Get out. And she goes, uh, she looks at the nurses. The only person who knew that she could be fired in that room as a medical professional was the doctor. The nurses didn't know this was a real thing. I knew it was a real thing. All (laughs) I did was say, I said, you're fired. And you know what that means, right? The fact I just said that, you have to leave the room. You can't even come back in. So she looks at me. The nurses are looking all at each other, all crazy, like, what do we do? This is not a joke. And I looked at her again and I said, do you need me to call security? This is not a joke. (laughs) She, she puts her head down and walks out of the room and disappears somewhere in the hospital. I don't know where she went. I looked at the three nurses and I went like this. You three, I need y'all to go get the squat bar and bring it in here. And this is not a joke. They went like this. What's a squat bar? And I was like, oh my God, you guys work here? How long have y'all worked here? And the head lady was like 20 something years. And I said, do you even know what a squat bar is? And she goes, No. And I pulled up the actual sheets on the bed and on the side of every hospital bed, every one of them are these two rings that look like this. There's two rings on the side and there's just this half of a rectangle bar. You slide into it and then you assist a pregnant mother by putting her arms under the squat bar and she's in a squatting position. And I said, I just showed him the rings and I said, it's the bar that goes into these two whole rings on the side of the bed. And I said, go find it. And so they all ran out. And and so the mother's just laying there panting and breathing anyway, about 15 (laughs) minutes. And I'm just sitting there waiting 15 minutes later, they come in that squat bar. They, they didn't know what it was. They knew what it was probably shaped like. They probably never been used before. No, they never even used it. It was in a, uh, a closet in the physical therapy part of the hospital, not even in the birthing center area. So they finally said, we found this in a closet. Is this it? And I said, yes, that's it. Put it on the bed. So they went and set it up, helped me set it up into the two rings. It just slides in. I actually asked one of them to help me put the mom, the pregnant mom, up on the bar. And I went just like this. All right. Push. This is not a joke, you two. She said the OBGYN before I fired her and kicked her out that they were going to have to use forceps. And when I said no, she goes, this is an emergency situation. If we don't use forceps, we're going to have to do a C-section. That's when I fired her and kicked her out. When we put the squat bar in, this is not a joke, Stacy and David. I, I delivered the baby and let the nurses watch. It took, <laughs> it took, this is not a joke. It was five pushes. That was it. And the whole baby was out. And all I did was wait for it. Just put my hands under there and wait. And he came right out. And I was like, oh my God, you people are pathetic. Forceps, C-sections. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. 
period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God put into the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. This reawakened tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.